0: Hello and welcome to the Cupid Guy podcast, brought to you by Classic, the quantum algorithm design company. My name is Yuval, and my guest today is Miko Motonen, chief scientist at IQM. Miko and I talk about custom-built quantum computers, how Nordic values contribute to the success of their company, and much more. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let us know how we did by emailing hello at classic.io, that's hello at classiq.io. Hello, Mikko, and thanks for joining me today. Great to be here. Thanks, all. So who are you and what do you do? I'm currently I'm a
1: co-founder and chief scientist of IQM, that is a quantum computer company um, in Europe. And I'm also professor of quantum technology at Aalto University and the State Research Center of Finland, VTT.
0: And IQM is based in Finland, right? Yeah, we have our
1: main office here in Espoo, Uh, typically we say Helsinki because people don't necessarily know where Espoo is, but it's just next, next door to Helsinki and we
0: also have offices in Munich and Bilbao. Why Finland? What's the local ecosystem like in Finland that makes it suitable or makes it a good place to build quantum computers?
1: Since the 1965, if I remember correctly, we've had a low temperature lab here. So we've had this technology to, to build uh, machines that operate at extremely low temperatures, close to absolute zero. And we have been building these superconducting circuits, not me, but other researchers on this campus, you know, since the 70s, for example, we have been building squids that are used nowadays in superconducting qubits back then they were not used in qubits but in magnetometers for example so there's been this extremely long tradition of training these low temperature physicists and and superconducting circuit uh, engineers and that has been then recently or more recently sort of been directed towards quantum devices and quantum technology and from this research environment, we span out IQM about two years ago. And um, it's been a great support uh, for this uh, in the war And having cr- enough critical mass, I think it's important uh, in this field.
0: You build computers based on super con- superconducting qubits. Um, and other companies seem to do the same. Are all superconducting qubits the same? Is there a difference between your approach and other people? No, not all are the
1: same. Actually, if you go to scientific conferences nowadays, you can hear uh, presentations about many, many different types of superconducting qubits. Of course, the base technology mostly is uh, similar. There's always this Josephson junction or a squid that is basically two Josephson junctions. Um, So that's kind of similar, but you can design these circuits um, in many various ways and designs. Um, So not only kind of that you would have uh, gloves and shoes, which are very different, but you, of course, can have different brands of shoes, for example, different colors. In in a way, just to give you an idea how some supercontinent qubits can differ a lot from each other. From the principle they operate and others just
0: deviate a little bit on how they're designed and it seems that you're proposing a sort of full stack solution right that you control everything that you um, modify everything first is that correct is my understanding correct well we do
1: so deliver we build assemble and deliver uh, full stack uh, quantum computers but um, well that's also what you call a full stack I think we don't what we don't want to say is that we do absolutely everything ourselves um, we want to collaborate with a lot of companies um, in partly in the hardware uh, but also a lot in the higher uh, software layers so um, we kind of provide something that We want to provide something that people can work with and um, allowing different um, companies for example to run their applications on the machines is exactly what we want to do
0: your website mentions that you customize it for a particular customer so if i were a customer and let's assume i had enough money to afford a quantum computer what kind of customization could you do for me could you give me more qubits could you give me different connectivity What's the customization like? At the moment, it's very
1: customizable. We, of course, we do have our standard systems that we are currently delivering to our customers. And if you want exactly similar machine, of course, it's going to be cheaper because it's more efficient for us to make it. Um, but if you want different topology, that's quite easy to make. If you um, want something else that is very different, specific to uh, your needs, for example, let's say that you were a uh, electronics manufacturer and you would like to actually the quantum computer to run with your electronics instead of the electronics that we typically use, that could be done. Um, or if, if you like some other component of yours to be in there, that sort of customization can also be done. Um, or What is more is that uh, we have these models where you don't necessarily yet even need to order a quantum computer from us, but you can start to uh, work with us um, to find out what kind of customized quantum computer is going to be best for your particular problem. And then what we would do is we would actually design the hardware and the software, the algorithm together, potentially with other partners as well for that specific problem. So this is kind of the really full, we call it co-design customization process that we also currently offer.
0: So if we go back many, many years, I guess cars were once customized and perhaps even today I could go to a very high-end manufacturer and ask for a customized car, but then they moved into mass production and became more affordable because they were all the same and they were done on the production line. Do you believe that this method of customization is a short-term strategy, or do you expect five years from now to continue delivering customized quantum computers?
1: I think it's in the longer term for sure it will turn down. I think it's gonna be extremely important now before we have quantum advantage, practical quantum advantage because we want to squeeze everything out of the hardware and the software to give other companies business advantage by using quantum computers. So at this stage, it is going to be extremely important, and it's also going to be extremely important for those companies to be involved and actually have full access to the system, not only through the cloud, but really have full access. And and we think that by this way, we can speed up, the achievement of the quantum advantage and um, in the longer run you're kind of right okay it's not gonna be very cost efficient to always customize a quantum computer so in the longer run we do see when the quantum error correction takes over uh, that the need for this kind of customized quantum computers uh, will go down uh, most likely in some cases they still persist uh, but, uh, but kind of the spectrum of cases that you would use them will go down or
0: reduce. Can you give me a sense of how many computers you have delivered and perhaps maybe an example of a customer, even if it's without the name, a customer that was able to achieve something on your computers that they could not achieve on other types or other manufacturers of quantum computers?
1: Well, we can... We have publicly announced that we are um, we want a tender for a quantum computer here in Finland. So we are building a quantum computer uh, through this public tendering process, or or as a result of that, uh, to VTT here, and um, that is the timeline for that is such that uh, by the end of the year we have delivered the first system, um, and it's on schedule as far as the uh, latest uh, public information has been given out um and that is still of course um a machine that uh you know we the, the researchers at the VTT site will then start seriously using after after it's been delivered so i can't now tell you exactly the benefits that they will obtain um but likely there will be some and then um after a few more years uh, the qubit numbers will go up uh, quite a lot and I, I think we are expecting more of that to happen um yep so the company is like a bit more than 2 years old uh, in terms of the kicking it off from the seed funding round so i think um this is already pretty amazing what we've achieved so far
0: absolutely your website talks in a couple places about nordic values and since i'm not from the nordics could you help me understand what nordic values are and how they apply to your business
1: well i would say that equality is a really strong nordic value um sometimes i heard that in sweden people were angry because some politicians were saying that Sweden is for Swedes. They were thinking, no, it's not for Swedes. It's for the immigrants. Uh, so that sometimes there are some extremes also when it comes to equality. Um, but yeah, this is this is a really strong principle from us that we kind of we welcome, you know, everybody independent of their personal characteristics, you know, to work with us and and build the quantum computer uh, for the good of the uh, mankind or humankind, um, and. Also, of course, like integrity or like respecting a certain, um, you know, codes of conduct and certain, certain legislations. You know, we, we're not really thinking about just to maximize uh, the profit, but we are thinking about how to benefit the society in a maximal way. So, this is kind of uh, something about the Nordic values and um, being very clear uh, on what we say and and standing behind that word. I think that's the strong principles we have.
0: You're obviously very connected in the industry and, and you've been speaking with customers and you're familiar with many vendors. What would you predict that's going to happen in the quantum industry in the next one or two years?
1: Certainly more and more machines will be delivered available uh, we we see uh, more companies going public um, we see still yet new companies being born um, we see larger funding rounds I think everything seems to be growing and also mergers I would say that we can see more and more now there haven't been so many mergers in the quantum space yet but I think we start to see those uh, simply also because the numbers are now uh going up of the different companies and the valuations of the older ones so then it's possible to merge and um yeah i don't know lots of lots of lots i'd say that there's gonna be a huge amount of action and
0: um it's very exciting outside the things that iqm does what would you like to see other players in the industry whether big companies or startups or governments, what would you like to see them do to contribute to the success of quantum computing? Yep. The um,
1: the big companies, uh, I would like them to really now, those who haven't done it yet, uh, really to assemble these quantum teams inside the companies uh, that have also true sort of deep quantum experts so that these teams could then work with companies like iqm to do this co-development or co-design of the quantum processors i think that's that's kind of one of the most important things it's not only about you know throwing money to buy a quantum computer but they really need in-house expertise in their companies as well to you know to benefit from this technology in the future Um, for the government's I think uh, a ni- very nice approach is this kind of approach where you um, put in governmental grants, but at the same time you put large uh, fraction, or let's say even more than half of the investment into purchases and in into the company side. So not only to the university, of course that's very important as well to keep uh, the university um, uh, research at high level, but also uh, to boost the the, the lo- locally uh, in in those areas, also the companies and to have um, real sort of deliveries, real purchases of quantum computers um, on premise quantum computers. So I think that's 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 going to be now
0: very important. As we get closer to the end of our conversation, I wanted to ask you: Let's assume that there was a. 100 qubit computer or 300 qubit computer that's now available and people can use it either on premise or on the cloud. Do you think that companies have the ability to write software that takes advantage of these 100 qubit computers? Um, Not many companies, I would say.
1: And that's exactly the reason why they should act now before those come on the market, right? Because when they come, it's going to be too late to start learning. But the others, some other company has most likely done it, done the homework
0: before you have. If you if you if you awake at that point. Excellent. So, Miko, how can people get in touch with you to learn more about your work? Well, you can go to our website, meeticum.com, and um,
1: there is uh, some information there. Email addresses. Um, you can, of course, always contact us by email um, and, and even visit us. I mean, there have been a lot of visitors and um, some of them have been quite amazed when they see our underground facilities here.
0: Excellent. So thank you so much for joining me today. Great. Thank you.